Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lost Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Bellevue. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Fancy Frenchwood of Saki in Seattle. And a previous co-host of mine, Scott Wheeler. Hi, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? I am just so excited that you're here, Scott. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thanks. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks since we've um, been able to connect on anything. And so to have you back, it's like, yay. <laughs> well, I'm really glad to be here. Waiting for a really important occasion. Today is it. Today is it. So tell us about you know who you are, because a lot of the socially savvy listeners don't know you, and and kind of what you do, and all that good stuff. Well, I am. I'm a. For the last nine years, I've been a real estate broker with John L. Scott Real Estate here on the East Side in Washington. In the last two years, I have changed the specialty of my business from general practice, if you will, to divorce real estate, working with and helping people who are in the middle of or have just been divorced. Well, and that's such a common thing, too. I think a lot of us don't even think about it. You just think, okay, real estate, I need a realtor. But to have somebody who can specialize in something that can be that touchy. Well, imagine trying to do a major transaction with someone that you hate, who's <laughs> got different goals than you do. Ultimately, the same end, but different ways that you think you need to achieve that goal. Be it hey, time I can't, or I can't money imagine. or whatever it is. So, <laughs> you know, while I, I might represent one party, which is a divorcing couple, it's two very different communication styles and methods that I'll use with each of them. Wow. It's fun, though. I enjoy it. Well, good. Well, cool. Okay, so we're going to get started with the show today. Um, on the show today, we're going to be talking about what is going on in Bellevue and Seattle area with the Duchess Report, what's happening, what happened. Um, we're going to be defining character, talking about social media etiquette. And um, our wine sponsor for today's show is Apex at Alder Ridge um, Cellars in Woodenville. And uh, in their tasting room and vineyard market, you will find amazing confectors, Sweet Symphony, that we are drinking today. So um, I'm going to invite you guys to take a sip first and tell us, you know, kind of what you're thinking. It is a red wine. It is a sweeter red wine, um, and it is meant to complement desserts. I had the privilege of tasting it in the um, wine tasting room this last week. And um, I'm not really typically big on sweet wines, but this one was not as um, syrupy as a lot of them. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, well, I was just going to say, yes, I, I agree. I was expecting something thicker and, and a lot heavier, but I can say I don't know that I would need this to complement a dessert. It tastes like it is dessert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like that. What do you think, Scott? No, I agree, and I've had the Confectioner's Sweet Symphony before. I think I had it with some kind of dessert that wasn't really heavy. I'm uh-huh. picturing it now like a raspberry fruit. kind yeah. of fruity thing. But, yeah, no, it's, I think it's delicious. I agree. Delicious. Wonderful. So if you get a chance, um, go out to Woodenville and Apex uh, Alder Ridge Woodenville Winery is located right across the street from Hollywood House. Um, And they do wine tasting all week long. On Saturdays and Sundays, they have a lovely edition. They start at 9 o'clock in the morning. They do mimosas. 
and they have a fabulous Brut um, sparkling wine, which I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. We are going to be tasting live on location next Monday. So put it in your books that uh, to meet us there, we'll be going live, and they will be doing wine tasting for us. They're going to have specials um, for wine tasting that night for us for $5 and 10% off any purchases. So uh, plan to come and join us, and hopefully everybody will be able to be there. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, last week, we brought up what um, an ultra lounge was. We were talking a little bit about the different ultra lounges because that seems to be the big thing that's opening up all over the place. You have everybody who's already been open opening a Lux room or an ultra lounge, and then you have new clubs that are opening that turn into an ultra lounge in the evening, like um, Sky Ultra Lounge in Bellevue is the newest addition. They're a sports bar during the day and an ultra lounge at night. And so when we were talking about it, it came up, what is an ultra lounge? So I looked up the definition, and here's what I had to say. An ultra lounge is a style nightclub lounge that came to prominence in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Ultra lounges tend to be small to mid-sized venues featuring cocktails and upscale atmosphere. So I think we pretty much had it on, dead on from what we were talking about last week. Is there dancing in most ultra lounges? Um most of the they do towards the eleven o'clock hour. The DJs kick in. They they drop the the um, talking volume to a nil, and they you know skyrocket the let's dance music volume. And um, a lot of the ultra lounges have a, a good portion of their venue is VIP. So they have bottle service, and they have a tendency to obviously with the music cater to specific demographics. So. Um, so far, most of the ultra lounges we've been to, they seem to cater to a specific demographic for the whole weekend. But I'm hoping to see that we're going to get a little bit more where maybe Thursday night they you know, go towards one and Friday night and Saturday night and start expanding. Because like our demographic, you know, the 30 to 60 something, we kind of seem to fall in the cracks. I mean, we like to go out, but I don't know. <laughs> Got to make it happen. with a 21-year-old. <laughs> with you. I don't mind dancing with them. It's just some of the antics, you know, it's like I'm kind of past that. Right, right. So anyway, I thought I would follow up with that. I thought it was interesting reading to find out, you know, what the difference was in an ultra lounge. So, um, okay, so we're going to pop right into what's happening, brought to you by Pop Chips, never fried, never baked, think popped. And some of uh, the fun stuff that we went into this last week uh, were, we had couple of openings. Uh, Black Bottle opened its doors on Monday for a soft opening, finishing the week off with a grand opening Friday night. Um, I don't know if either one of you guys have been to a Black Bottle opening or a Black Bottle in Seattle. No, not yet. No, not yet. Okay. Well, it is got a little bit more of a mellow atmosphere to it, a little bit more casual. The music is wonderful. It is Unlike anything you typically hear, it has more of a, a almost like a sultry, seductive kind of back mood to it. So you can really socialize, talk, enjoy the music, and just you know all around relax. And they have some great, great food, flatbreads, and um, we went in like I said on the soft open with uh, uh, Tracy, and um, my husband Brett and a friend Chabo of ours went in, and uh, we just had a delightful time. It was fun. So I'm excited for you guys to check it out. Definitely, I'm looking forward to that. So moving on, we had Trend Show at Nordstrom's on Saturday. I don't know if I can't imagine Scott that you would go in for a lipstick change, but <laughs> no, I'm really happy with what I've got going on. I'm not looking for a change anytime. You know, it's 
That's how I am. I'm kind of stuck in a rut with the style. And yeah. I'm okay it, with it, though. We we're going to have to get you to step out of that comfort yeah, zone. I know. We'll work on it. Maybe start with skincare, something like that. Next week. Next week. Um, so they had their big trend show, and basically what that is is all of the different lines bring in their special artists. Um, it was hosted by Ross, who is a makeup artist who um, basically touches base with Oprah and says, hey, this is what you want to be wearing. These are the colors. This is the way you want to wear it. Any you know, makeup tips she needs or anything, she goes to Ross. So he was there doing the um, talking portion of it, and uh, it was fun. It was packed. A lot of goodies, a lot of um, cool ideas, new new looks and everything. I will say to listeners, no, from a male's perspective, it is really good to get some of this stuff under your belt. It doesn't make you sensitive. It just makes you aware. Oh, yeah. And, you know, to, to and, and honestly, being around those types of events, a lot of really nice ladies. Oh, yeah. If you want, actually, <laughs> for Why our do you single think friends, have ladies' nights? There you huh? go. Okay. Yeah. Great place to meet women. Right. Well, and if you happen to be just perusing around and shopping for mom. <laughs> and who's going to be suspicious of you at Nordstrom, right? Yeah. Uh, that one is, uh, yeah, I think that's a nice safe, you know, especially if you play it down properly. Walk up to a lady at a club. She knows what it's about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we also had um, Edward Maya and um, Vika. you were at that concert with me. Uh, well, that was very exciting. I was really surprised at the turnout, particularly considering there's the last-minute venue change. Oh, my gosh. And I, you know what? I have to say, I, I want to give Stardust Seattle a, a hands-down, you know, or a hands-up or whatever. Just thumbs up. A thumbs-up and, you know, hands-down as in, as in bowing. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was trying to say that. Um, that they were able to handle that transition. It was like six, eight hours, something like that. I don't know what time they found out about in the morning, but uh, they had the venue packed. And, um, you know, it fortunately was just a switch down the street, but still the how nerve wracking to have that happen, because what I understand is, um, unfortunately, Le Cirque had lost had had their license pulled for the event last minute and iMusic was able to step up and they were able to um, take care of the crowd and they had a great setup for the VIP. Um, like I said, it was a packed house. Uh, music was great. It was really fun seeing them live. And, you know, it, because it was a smaller stage, I ended up backstage and on stage shooting. And uh, it was fun. It was it was good to see something. I mean, my vision, I didn't go to a lot of concerts. So my vision of a concert is this crazy nut job, you know, people all over the place. But uh, this one, I thought, was pulled off really, really well. I thought it was, too. And I have to say that the majority of participants or attendees what what I what really stood out for me was there there was no conflict, and in in a place where it's so jam packed full of of attendees, I was really impressed that the crowd maintained so well. Gotcha. So, sorry, we were having a little. But I'm really sorry I missed that show. I was I, I, I it was a show that I would have liked to have gone to. It was. Um, we were the first stop in the United States tour, so that's why it was on a Tuesday night. Awesome. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how things come by the end of their tour. I think their popularity is going to gain because I know I was talking with um, Jubal from ninety two point five, and he said that they had a short spurt on the radio before they kind, you know, other things kind of pushed their way up to the top. But uh, I like it. it. It's just different, unique, and again, it has kind of more of a seductive, laid back. The the song, of course, that they're the most popular for, is "Stereo Love," which is what I was playing at the beginning of the show. Awesome. I love it. So, Okay, what else happened? We had um, Working Women's Wednesday on um, 
on Wednesday, obviously, at Lucky Strike. And again, you got to be there fancy with us. <laughs> I got lucky at Lucky Strike. Got lucky. Uh, I actually won. It was my first time at one of those 92.5 Working Women's Wednesdays. And I'm excited to report that I won the very first drawing, which was a $250 gift certificate. Oh, that's right. To cucumber. cucumber. Wow. Yes. yes. So I have my appointment on Thursday. I'm excited. Oh, you'll have to report back and tell Absolutely. us how it all, how it all, I, I was there, Chick Chat did an event at Cucumber and they're this new swank little spa in downtown Seattle. They are literally booked out for um, almost all of their uh, different services for six weeks. Wow. And they're, they're less than six months old, I believe. Oh, is that right? So they're doing a really good job servicing the community and, and just getting in there and connecting, especially for downtown Seattle. I mean, it's just right off the main drag down there. Right. So. But I have to comment that my favorite part, other than winning that gift certificate, was watching Brooke do her tap dance. Oh, my gosh. That was way too funny. You know, if you've never been to a Working Women's Wednesday, um, you've got to go check it out. Brooke Fox does a fabulous job. And Jubal has been this amazing addition to the team. They're they're interviewing for a third spot. So they'll be adding a third person to, to the team. But she lost a bet to Jubal. Right. And so she had to get up and tap dance. Uh, it was fun. So if you haven't been to a Working Women's Wednesday, they are going to be at Lucky Strike um, every Wednesday till the end of the month. And actually, the last Wednesday of the month, we are going to have our very own um, Tracy with Chick Chat there with a panel. So um, come out, support us, check it out. It should be a lot of fun. Okay. I have all these notes, and I have to keep looking. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I know what else was. Saturday, um, again, I went was at Apex um, at Alder Ridge Winery for their Unplugged event. And they do these events probably at this point, too. They have done two or three of them. And they had this cute little local um, two musicians come in, and they were playing music, and you got to do wine tasting. And it is a big enough area that you can kind of um, sit down and not be, like, on top of other people. They've got couches. Uh, the whole front of the store is windowed. So, of course, the sun came out <laughs> and was shining, and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, it, was, it was really fun. They were uh, tasting most of their wines that day, so got to experience their cabs. Um, I think their Sauvignon Blanc, and um, then I did try the, the Sweet Symphony as well as the Chocolate Store, which Chocolate Store is the other wine that we're going to be tasting on um, next Monday for the live broadcast. Fun. That sounds fun. Have you either of you guys tried that one yet? Is it a chocolate, chocolate one? Shop, chocolate shop. It is a chocolate wine. Yes, it is very different. It is one of those that, for me, I definitely would want to have that with dessert because I think it, it's one of those that I think would play off very well with foods. So would you have to eat it with chocolate? Oh no, I don't. Okay. No, I don't think so. And they're actually going to make some recommendations for us. Tell us, you know, what it would pair well with. And I think we're going to have some stuff there that we can try it with the different. So we can talk about how. The I can see I'm, drinking that with just like a biscotti. Oh, there you go. Oh, that would be nice. Dip it in dip there. It in, <laughs> dip it in the wine. Is God, that? Is that such that a yeah. blew my fantasy of, of eating is drinking it with cheesecake? <laughs> I, I've lost in my own yeah, world. Sorry, you stay classy, San Diego. Actually, I do cheesecake. I like that idea. Cheesecake, That's cheesecake good. it works. It's got oh, probably less calories though. I did hear that um, somebody who had a restaurant in the area right there next to them had taken one of the wines. I can't remember if it was the Sweet Symphony or the Chocolate Shop, and had reduced it and drizzled it over ice cream. And apparently it was to die for. So it's going to be fun. Again, if you get a chance to come out this next week, it's gonna, you're going to get a chance to try it and have some fun with us. 
Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to start going over what is up and coming, and hopefully our other host, Tracy, with Chick Chat, will be giving us a call in and telling us what's coming up on her side of things. So stay with us, and um, we'll be back on shortly. Welcome back to Socially Savvy. What you were listening to was Stereo Love, and that was from um, the Edward Maya concert that we were at this last week. So it's going to be one of my favorites for a while, I think. (laughs) Okay, um, before we move on to what has happened, there was a couple um, other things that I wanted to touch base on. I had done some wine tasting on Saturday when the sun came out. It was like all the wine lovers in Seattle came out of the woodwork. It was wonderful to see. So funny, like we can only taste wine when it's sunny when out. It's sunny. Well, I think it's the whole idea of walking in the rain from one store to another. We just don't even we don't like to walk in the rain from our car to our front door. <laughs> now, were you there in the evening also? Um, I was. I started out in the late afternoon and then finished off at the Apex Unplugged. So you started out when it was sunny and ended when it was moony because Saturday was the big yes, super moon. It was the super moon, and that's exactly as I was coming home. I saw this big, huge, gigantic, beautiful moon. Like, where's my camera? I can't drive and click at the same time. <laughs> it was amazing, and my understanding is we won't see another one like that until 2029. Yeah, yeah, it only comes along so often. Well, and to have, I guess, it be a full moon and a, as close as apex is is unusual. It can be the moon can be as close as place to the planet, I guess. Is what I was understanding, but it's not always full, and I don't quite get that. I'm not too technical for me. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to. It do was my pretty research. to look at. It was though. pretty. Yes, that, that's good enough. It was pretty. Scott, comment please, because that grin on your face. Is, everyone, no one can see it, so they need to hear about you it. Get technical about the moon and what's full <laughs> and all that, but this is not this is not my show. So, <laughs> welcome to the Moon Show. <laughs> I'm your host. Your host of the Moon Show. 
Well, I did hit um, Amavi Fellers and Pepperidge uh, Winery, which is tucked in the corner of um, the other wineries over there by Hollywood House in the circle of wineries. And I was surprised. They have an absolutely delightful staff, welcoming. They introduced um, me to their delicious wines. They enjoyed talking and uh, about the history. And by the time I walked out of there, it, we are now in negotiations to do a live broadcasting there as well. Awesome. So very fun. Very fun. Well, it looks like Tracy may have called in, so we're going to see if we can pick that up. I know we've tried this before, and if you're out there, you know you could just laugh at me if I manage to watch this. But here we go. <laughs> Let's see if we can make this work. Tracy, are you there? I'm there. Yes, we Woo-hoo. did it. Okay, time to celebrate Big More Wine. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers hey. to this. We're all cheering you. I wish you was here to enjoy this wine. Was well, I'm dri- I'm driving right now with my hands free, so probably wouldn't be a good idea for me to be doing that, would it? Yeah, that's not so good. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted you to go ahead and tell us about um, this last week, some of the things that you were at, and also tell us about this upcoming event. Really excited to hear about it. Oh yeah, well I went to the Working Women's Wednesday with you both as well. Yeah. I didn't win anything though, which that was too bad, but I did win the time before. Um, and then I took off kind of early because I went down to Elliott Bay Bookstore um, and uh, listened to and met a young gal, a 25-year-old um, uh, author who wrote the book The Tiger's Wife. And she's been getting all kinds of accolades from New York Times Book Review and, and Oprah Magazine, which is all over the place, and uh, met her and bought the book and had her sign it for me. Oh, wow. And then... Um, I don't think you really want to hear about my date on Friday night, though, do you? We do want to hear about your <laughs> You know date. what? Actually, we have a lot of people, so if there was some something cool about your date or a cool location, go for it. No, it was not, there was not so much cool about my date at all, but we did meet at Monsoon in Bellevue, which I didn't even know was there. It's in, quote-unquote, oh, yeah. you know, old, uh, is it old Bellevue or Main, Main Street? Main Street. Yes. Yeah, and that's a cute little area that, you know what, I totally forget about now that, you know, kind of being enamored with Black Bottle and Lincoln Square and all the bars there in Bellevue Place. But that's, we have lots of really cute little shops and restaurants down on Main Street, so I might I might check that out. Yeah, I had a friend of mine um, invite us to a birthday dinner down there, and I was I had no idea, and it, they had wonderful food. And you're right, Main Street has some cute little things. They've got 520 Bar and Grill, yeah. Monsoon. Um, I think there's another place, but I can't remember what it's called. So right. we might have to go do a Main Street checkout. Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So, so tell us about what's coming up this week. Yeah. yeah. So Wednesday night um, is our second uh, Chick Chat networking soiree of the year, and that's uh, those are always a little more in-depth kind of speaker panel, and this one is called Women Hold Up Half the Sky. It's a celebration of International Women's Day, which was March 8th. And we have a really great speaker lineup, four different um, women who are essentially filling us in on kind of the status and um, uh, challenges as well as accolades of women and girls, um, both here at home as well as around the world and essentially a takeoff on the book by Nicholas Kristoff, who's a New York Times um, columnist. Uh, he, he and his wife wrote the book, Half the Sky, which talks about the oppression and um, also celebrates women around the world. So that's coming up Wednesday at Art Exchange Gallery, which is on First Avenue South in the Pioneer Square area, which is owned by a really phenomenal 
female photographer, Cora Edmonds. And essentially, she celebrates art and community, well, uh, sorry, community through um, bringing in art from all over the world. So, so Tracy, why don't you um, stop for just a second and tell our listeners how they can get a ticket to that event? Oh, thank you. You're you're (laughs) much better than I. (laughs) You go to chickchat.net and C-H-I-C-K chat.net, and you can purchase a ticket for $30. And that also includes, you know, a hosted bar with um, O Wines and Dama Wines and Pleasant Hill Cellars, they're all Washington wines as well as Sophia Coppola's little mini um, bubbly Blanc de Blanc, so, and cupcakes from Irresistible Creations, and we'll have some other light bites there. Outstanding. Yummy. Well, we're so excited. Yeah. And again, that event is running from 6 to 9, am I correct? Yes, it is. Wonderful. Well, I look forward to seeing, I think, I know I've been to a, quite a few of your events, and um, I have to say I think you bring the – the serious social side to our team, and I so appreciate it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fun too, but I think you can care about the world and each other and wanting to make the world a better place as well as, you know, lipstick and heels and and wine. You know? I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you got a chance to call in, and we miss you, but we look forward to hopefully yes. seeing you live next week at the Apex on location. Oh, yay. I'm excited about that. No, but we'll see you tonight. I actually have a socially savvy question for all of you. And, hey, Scott, you sound awesome. Well, Tracy, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you bring it. You bring it. You do a good job. You hold your own with all of that. That's the gen, so. I'm a stranger in a strange yeah. land. Well, we're hoping to keep yeah. that out. <laughs> so so what are your reasons the question. Good job. Okay, what's your question, girl? Okay, I was I was thinking, you know, about wine, like I do often. But so if you drink an alcoholic beverage... Every night, does that make you an alcoholic? Um, or does it just tec- mean that you like happy hour? <laughs> Technically, it does not. And actually, I looked this up because of uh, my love for wine. And at one point, I was studying, doing my wine study. So as I was studying like a Chardonnay, I would be drinking the Chardonnay so that I could get the whole experience. Um, the definition of an alcoholic is the inability to stop. That's right. Here's my question. Okay. If you watch the news every night after you get home, does that make you obsessed with CNN? <laughs> no. It's an interest. Okay, good. I like that. I like it's that train of thought. That's all it is. I like yeah. that. That was good. Well answered, okay. Scott. And so on that, we'll be enjoying sake later, right? At oh, one yes. Well, did you, did you talk about that on the show? Fancy? Not yet. Not yet. That is going to be oh, up and coming. Okay. Up and coming. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Um, I think that's all. I Well, there's one little fundraiser, actually, that can I mention really quickly before I sign off? Totally. Um, so Thursday night, there's tons of things going on. I know there's several wine events and networking events. Yes, um, there are. Which you're probably going to get to. But there's a really great nonprofit here called One by One, and I believe it's at onebyone.org, um, founded by a local woman, Heidi Breeze Harris, I believe her name is. And it's essentially what she has done um, – have you any of you heard about the issue of, of obstetric fistula? Uh-uh. Not me. Okay. I'm not familiar. That's essentially, um, it happens in a lot of sub-Saharan African countries, and girls get married so young there, and then they, you know, get pregnant so young that, and many of them are poor living in really rural areas, they have problems in uh, childbearing. So if you're living in the Western countries, um, you know, you can go to the hospital and, 
and you're going to have a, a doctor, OBGYN, take care of you. And many, many times these girls can't, don't have access to health care and they have problems and the baby doesn't birth. And then what happens is that these women and girls get what's called a fistula, which is a small tear or a hole, and it actually makes them incontinent. And they're poor to begin with, and then they go back to their village, and you can imagine, um, you know, they lose control, and actually nobody, they become ostracized from their communities. And so one by one, educates women in um, African countries, as well as provide, helps to provide funding to um, allow these women to get the necessary surgeries that's needed. And it really costs about the equivalent of $300 U.S. Oh, wow. Yeah, their fundraiser is happening Wednesday evening. I apologize that I don't know where it is. Is it, is it Wednesday one. or Thursday? It's Thursday the 24th. Thursday, okay. You did, and I was like, event. okay, no. <laughs> we're conflicting with your event. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Thursday the 24th. Awesome. Well, um, tonight when you get on, if you want to post that on Socially Savvy, I think that'd be awesome because I think some of our listeners would probably like that. I know a large percentage of our listeners know that we focus on um, fundraisers and trying to, you know, a party with a cause, support a cause. So that'd be awesome. I will do that. Yay. All right, well, everybody. Carry on. Thank you on for and... in. See you later, Tracy. All right. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. Be safe, honey. Bye-bye. Okay, so I just have to share with you. <laughs> so because of the name of the show is Socially Savvy, I'm, I'm like trying to update my social media during the show. <laughs> oh, Scott's over here chastising me. No typing while you're talking. <laughs> oh, no, I thought, you were, I, I thought you were all Googling the medical term. Oh, no. Oh, Lord, that's funny. We've like done you're that like, before. What? Huh? Fistula. What? what is that? I can't even Fistula. say it, let alone pronounce. I, I don't know. I don't. Not only do I not know what it is, I can't say it, and there's no way I could spell it to look it up. Are all Google imaging. <laughs> Believe me, I would have been. That is. But I was funny. afraid. <laughs> well, if somebody could have given me an idea of how to spell it, I might have attempted it. But yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on here with um, what else is coming up. We have a fun week of, of really cool stuff. I know um, tonight we talked about it last week, and um, I wanted to bring it up again just because I think it is so fun, is Lucky Strike on Mondays does bottomless bowling from 9 to midnight. It's $15, and you get to bowl all night. They extend their happy hour throughout the whole evening. Um, and I think it's just, you know, just good, clean fun. Either, no pretense, no anything. So that is going on. And then, uh, um, Fancy, you are taking us on a sake tasting. I'm very excited about this. I am. That'll be tonight. And it's actually an industry tasting, which you only get invited to those events when you're in the industry. So because, uh, you know, my affiliation with my company, Sake in Seattle, I get the invites from the distributors and the importers. So I think it's going to be great fun to introduce the, the, the team here with Socially Savvy to a sake industry sake tasting because they're a little bit different than the fun sake tastings that I would do with my company. I'm excited because I've been to, you know, wine wine tastings and tequila tastings and vodka tastings and I get to add one more to my plethora of tastings. <laughs> That's right. And you'll have the uh, the great honor of meeting a couple of uh, uh, local Japanese folks that are flying in from breweries that have been somewhat affected by the, the earthquake, not so much the tsunami for in Miyagi uh, Prefecture, one of the brewers that's coming in from there, um, they were affected, their infrastructure was affected by the earthquake, the recent earthquake, uh, but not the tsunami. So I think it's a great honor to be able to try what he's bringing in to, to offer us tonight. 
Oh, that's awesome. I love that. You know, I think I I made a post about this. We get all, whenever there's bad things that happen in the world, we finally, we stop taking the focus off of ourselves and we put the focus on helping and reaching out to help other people. And when it happens, you know, not just nationwide, but worldwide like that, it's refreshing to see how many people reach out. The only thing I wish that we could do is make that, that feeling last a little bit longer Versus, you know, we get so caught up in our own problems and our own issues that we forget. It's it's sad, but true. But at least from every bad thing that happens, we usually seem to be able to pull something positive out of it. I agree. Okay, so moving forward. Tuesday, we have a Corks and Canvas Paints the Town at Volvina Martini Bar. Have you guys ever been to Volvina before? I have not. Nope. I'm going to Google that, though. (laughs) For images? For images. And it does have images. And you know what? My photos are all over that. (laughs) But can you spell it? Um, Volvina is this adorable little martini bar. They're kind of on the back side facing the water, tucked into a little corner back there. They have a wonderful little fireplace, warm, cozy. Um, I have to tell you, they make the best martinis. I'm like, there. Oh, I, I, I have no words. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. It is. It is. And, and during the winter months when it's so drizzly and just, ugh, it was very refreshing to walk in there and just feel cozy and comfortable. And so it could just be called Martini Bar and I'd be there. But Volvina does sound a little bit nicer. Yeah, it's very fun. And um, Jamie, the owner, she is adorable. So pop in there, say hi, and um, let her know where you heard about us. Heard about them, I should say. Um, moving on, we went over Wednesday. We have Thursday coming up. Um, Windermere in Redmond is going to be hosting a fundraiser this um, from 5 to 8 on the 24th. And um, they have a wine and cheese gathering with a silent auction. Um, again, you know, one of the things that we do like to promote are these fundraisers because we like, if you're going to go out and you're going to spend money, you might as well be supporting a cause. And uh, they're located at 16261 Redmond Way. Um, some of the charities that they partner with are Kirkland Interfaith Transitional Housing, which provides emergency housing to the homeless, Operation School Bell, which is particularly close to my heart because that is with Assistance League of the East Side, and I've participated in that. And that is that program which provides clothing and shoes for low-income, at-risk children. They work with the counselors at um, the surrounding high schools and junior highs and elementary schools to make sure that those needs are filled because a lot of times, you know, these parents don't, their pride's already been hurt because they're trying to survive and they can't support and, you know, send their kids to school with new shoes. And um, so they fill in the gap, which I absolutely love. Um, Overlake Services League, which provides box breakfast and lunch for the needy children during the school breaks and many others. Um, Pinkabella Cupcakes, which, again, has been a previous sponsor of ours in Redmond Town Center, is going to be one of the sponsors. Um, Landu Catering, Blazing Bagels, and Dry Sodas, again, another one of our fabulous sponsors, um, is going to be doing the treats for the guests. So if you get a chance, um, stop over, check it out. They've got some great items up for auction. And I want to say to your listeners, you mentioned that going out for a for a cause. Yeah. I would say <laughs> easily, easily, my top five events of all time we're all charity events. Oh, the most fun, the best people. Absolutely. And if you if you've never walked a red carpet, you probably can't. Unless <laughs> unless it's a, you're charity, going to event. a charity event. Yes, I would agree with and that. And what an amazing experience. If you like going out being socially savvy or trying to be socially savvy, there's almost nothing better than going to a charity wine auction that benefits I, I participate every year in the Seattle 
Children's Hospital event. Oh, yeah. That's a huge Washington wine auction. And some other events that I've had the honor and pleasure of being a part of that are so much fun and are so much more rewarding at the end of the night with the money that you've spent and the time you take getting ready and the socializing, the contacts that you're making are people that are like-minded, interested in the same things, and you're doing a good thing as well. Yeah, and um, what I love so much about it is, like you were saying, it's the people. You hear all these singles events and all these people trying to connect and network. And I mean, we've talked about the do's and don'ts of networking. Um, but when you get into that atmosphere, I think it just creates a, a very natural progression of being able to meet and greet people, socialize, you know, whether you be single, whether you be, you know, you know introducing a new business, um, I think they just create such a wonderful atmosphere because you're going into it with the intention of supporting and, and serving somebody else. And if you're in the serving mind frame, you're always going to benefit from that. I think it's when you get into that taking mind frame that you really start to suffer. I look at it as harnessing that power for good. Oh, I like that. That's wonderful. That's a great tagline. That is. Right. I think we might have to tag that under the back of your name. What do you do tonight? <laughs> Drinking for charity. <laughs> I'm drinking for a cause. Bartender, put me down for ten more dollars. <laughs> so, um, good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, moving along quickly, we have a lot of events. I was really um, surprised. The hideout in Seattle turned six years old. I have never been to the hideout. I have quite a few friends who have been there. So um, that starts Thursday at six, um, runs from till two a.m. I'm gonna go. Think I'm gonna try to pop in and, and check that out. It sounds like it would be a fun – I took a look at the – I Googled it. I Googled it <laughs> and saw the pictures. <laughs> it looks like this very cozy, wonderful little place. So we'll see if we can get over to that after um, the uh, – actually, the Windermere should not even conflict with it. Um, vibe, Happy Hour, and Stems and Legs is combined on the East Side Edition this Thursday from 5 to 9. That one is going to be very local to us Eastsiders at the Grand Crew Mixology Lounge, um, 1020 108th Avenue, Northeast Suite 100 in Bellevue. Um, this is going to be their first edition of Vibe at Grand Cru Wine Bar. So if you get a chance, pop in, check it out, and uh, see what they have to offer. Sounds good. I want to enter. Can I uh, interject and just talk about what is going on on Tuesday really quickly? It's not a. It's more of a networking event, but I think uh, some people. Oh, might totally. Be yeah, I yeah. saw that on your post. Yes, please. So Tuesday, tomorrow night at the Phil Smart uh, Mercedes-Benz location on Airport Way, there is the March 2011 Connect Networking event. And this is hosted by Julian Michael, who is the founder and chief creative strategist of Create Media and Productions, LLC. So I will definitely be there covering the event, trying to drag uh, Duchess along with me. So we'll see. Well, I've, like I said, I've got the Corks on campus, but I should be able to pop over. Sure. I mean, I know we usually try to hit more than one venue in it when we go out. <laughs> That should be fun. Relatively inexpensive. A ticket is $10. It's sponsored by Phil Smart Mercedes-Benz, Specialties Cafe and Bakery. So there'll be some food for us to, to enjoy, Simple. as well as some wine from Port Gardner Bay Winery. Wonderful. You know, and while we're talking about that, before we move on, which is going to lead into the, the final events for the weekend, um, if you want to take a look at an industry overall that has really – um, put its time in and donated and supported great causes. I have to say it's the wine industry. Um, pretty much rivals any other industry that I have seen out there. You know, food can gets in there and does its thing, but wine, I have to put my hat off to them because they come in and they pour for free. You know, they give bottles of wine for different um, uh, events, for prizes, for auction. And um, as a community, I'm really, really impressed with what they do and how they do it. 
Um, and with that said, I know, Fancy, you're on the list as well. We are going to be attending and covering the Taste of Washington this weekend. Yes, that's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. I am, too. So Friday is the seminars at Bell Harbor International Conference Center. They're going to be going from 12 to 4. Um, you can uh, get your tickets online at Taste of Washington. Uh, there's going to be several speakers going on. You're going to learn all kinds of interesting things about wine, ask questions. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then, of course, on Sunday, the Taste of Wine is Grand Tasting, and that's at Quest Field. Um, the whole session runs from 2 to 7. I believe the VIP runs from 2 to 4. So um, if you purchase the VIP, you get to get in before everybody else. So you have a smaller, you know, you have less people to interact with and you have um, a few more things that they're going to be offering. It should be a heck of a lot of fun. And then, of course, last, now this is for my guys. This is for the guy listeners. And I know some of the girls are going to roll their eyes. But Saturday. <laughs> Saturday night at Lucky Strike. Get your dance on and come meet the ultimate ring girl and playboy cover model, Ariana Celeste. I think I said that right. Um, she's going to be signing autographs, taking photos with guests, and partying the night away. Um, again, that's going to be Saturday, March 26th. If you want table reservations, um, talk to Noah. His number is 206-302-9209 or noah at velvetropevip.com. And he will be happy to take care of you. So with that said, we're going to take a quick break, and um, we'll be right back with uh, some of our topics of uh, the afternoon. Okay, and we are back. You're listening to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Bellevue. Um, we are going to be talking about our topic today, which um, we actually have two topics. Hopefully, we can cover them both. I think we're going to push news out till the end because I really want to try to get into some um, in-depth about our topic, social media etiquette. And um, this is brought to you by our sponsor, Go Girl Energy Drinks, the perfect energy drink for those on the go with all the good stuff and none of the bad. <laughs> so with that said, um, social media etiquette, what to do and not, what not to do. I think we've all had situations, whether on Twitter, um, email, Facebook, uh, any of those where somebody does something and you're like, really? I, did your mama not teach you right? And so we wanted to go over some of those and kind of 
I don't know, maybe create some boundaries, some thoughts to drop into people's minds so they stop stumbling over their feet on this Facebook thing particularly. Um, so I'm going to go over what to do first. Uh, treat social media contacts as you would a well-respected stranger or the president. That's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, do, do, you, do you agree? What do you think? I totally agree. I totally It goes with my number one rule on Facebook. No F words. Yeah, you post an F word that you should be off Facebook. So, so should if you're feeling that intense, should you just do like the three little squiggly, the four little squiggly things to it give the impression? No, of now don't get me severity. wrong. If I was talking in person to President Obama, I would drop, <laughs> I would drop just an F bomb. I would, I would use the F word, but I would never type it to him. Okay, so are you talking? Are we talking on your personal or professional, or does it matter? And is it okay if you're not spelling it out? Can you use because I'm that's guilty what I was of this? Just saying, yeah. Can you use the F and then you know yes. that exclamation point? You know, fill in the letter, fill in the blank. <laughs> are, you, yeah. are you asking my opinion? Sir? Yes, yes. My opinion is if you got to use if you have to use symbols, be more creative. <laughs> oh, I thought, example, I thought I was being creative. You are really good symbols. at this. For example, my fracking car. <laughs> ah. so, so spell it how you want it. I know. Make up your own word. That's right. Got it. Son of a bush. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like I that. I like that. And for those of us who are, okay, my girlfriend calls me a Facebook attention whore. Oh, <laughs> you are. I'm going to own you it. Are. I'll own it. I'll, I'll wear that. Okay. I like getting responses. And likes are not good enough. Yeah, you. I've noticed that. You always demand Likes attention. are not good enough. It's kind of lazy. Isn't it the lazy? It, it's like if you were sitting in person with someone and talking to them, and they just shook their heads mm-hmm. for the entire It'd be conversation. The it's a mm-hmm. smile and nod. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a smile and nod, but at the same time, like um, when I'm going through and reading things, sometimes I don't want to over overshadow what they're saying. I just want to legitimize what they're saying. Scott, why are you laughing at me? Scott's laughing hysterically. You know I don't often own my negatives. <laughs> But yeah, Facebook attention. Yeah, that's you. I'll own it. Okay, so next one is be positive in your interactions. Absolutely. And I go into this on the don'ts, but I have to use the word, why do people feel the need to verbally vomit on Facebook? (laughs) Scott's about to verbally vomit right now. I mean, I understand sometimes, you know, sometimes we have these things where we have a strong opinion and that's cool. But you'll have some of these people who every day they post and it's something negative or or whining about something or crying. You just want to go on a personal side and go, you think your life sucks. (laughs) You just want to la 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 and really drive it in home. But I think if you're going to put something out there that's going to be attached to your name and if you're in any kind of business where you're dealing with people or your reputation has any kind of meaning at all, I think it's really wise to think about about kind of what your perception is. And um, if you do have friends where you want to be able to, to, you know, kind of have more of a honest, this is, I want to be able to say, do whatever I want. If you have a profession and a bit, and a personal, um, my brother, who I absolutely adore, he, when I was trying to figure out how I was going to proceed with, with who I was on Facebook, he made a suggestion. He's like, you know, why don't you split and have a professional page and a personal page? And it was the best decision I ever made because it allowed me to um, to serve people at a certain level. And then on my, my family and friends page, then I can kind of be a little bit more quirky. You know, I don't have to worry about what I'm saying or be politically correct or like fancy. You and Tracy are always telling me I have spelling issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an editor by nature. But I want to say this because you bring up a good point. 
first of all, I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I think you can be a business owner and you can be talking on your personal page and you can be authentically who you are. I think it's okay to express your honest opinion or perspective on, on an issue, for example. What, but but where I agree with you is that I, I don't want to read in my newsfeed a daily rant yeah. or some negative, you hate everyone in your life because they're all liars and losers. You know, those kinds of things I think you need to limit to telephone conversations and not put it on blast. Now, additionally, I think that just because, let's say, and, and I, now I'm talking about a specific example of something that happened today. In oh, my, yes, in you my were going to tell us about what happened to you. So yes. here's where I, you know, I, I, I am related to someone who does not have a business or profession that they promote on Facebook. They're simply on Facebook uh, as a means of personal interaction with people that I know and family members. Uh-huh. And uh, this is my cousin that I'm speaking about, and she lives across the country. And she posted something that, that um, said something like, you know, please pray for my uncle who just is going into surgery right now. This is my mother's brother. My mother wasn't aware, so she starts freaking out. Oh, my gosh, which one of her uncles is going in surgery? Because that's naturally one of my siblings. Oh, wow. So something like that, I think you do not post that you're have you know to your family that you're having somebody's having surgery or someone died or has been in a tragic accident that's something that requires a phone very call. personal touch you don't wow. post that on Facebook Ouch. as a status update oh by the way my uncle's dead I mean you know that's not a status Ooh. update and he's not but but you know that it can come across oh my please pray you know my uncle's going into surgery he had a heart attack that's probably not a great thing to have in your newsfeed totally agreed. Wow, that's it, Scott. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. <laughs> we agree. I would, I would definitely agree. I think, um, you know, and I, I'm one of those people that this is why I have split pages because I am not politically correct. I have been a political no-no most of my life. If, if anybody in a room is going to stick their foot in their mouth and proceed to go to the intestines, it's gonna be me. Oh no, <laughs> I disagree on this. I disagree. LB, you and I have hung out with some of the same people numerous times. Okay, there are a few that there are worse are, than I am. There are many that I can name right now. Yes, but there's we're, so much more. But we are socially savvy, so we will not drop names. No, never. Never. I just want to say I have microphone envy. You should ski. You, you got to see Scott's microphone. Oh, this thing is, it's, it's like Como yeah. Radio 4. Yeah, it's like this fancy, <laughs> foamy thing. And he's got this very, he's got this very. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to, we're just going to move gonna on. Skip over that. But anyway, okay. yeah, back to Facebook. But um, I think it's okay. That was not what you thought it was, listeners. <laughs> that, it was friction. Shame on you. Okay. Fa- fancy stop. <laughs> So, but as far as Facebook, I mean, you know, I think the purpose, you have to really understand and engage in Facebook for what it's, it's meant to cultivate relationships and engage in dialogue and discussion for the purpose of cultivating relationships. So I think it's okay to post something that may or may not be controversial because what you're doing is engaging your followers. I would would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I I mean, some of my most controversial posts have gotten, you know, upwards of 40 responses and that's exactly what we want. Because if you're in a room with someone having a conversation, you you want that exchange that of dialogue. dialogue. Yeah. Well, and that's how you gather. It would be like having a group of people gathered around engaging in a similar conversation. Absolutely. That, to me, is comments on the status on Facebook. Yeah. Agreed. I and agree. I, I'll go one step further and say there's only one way to that you should be legitimately alienate, alienating anyone on Facebook, and that is the unfriend button. Yeah. You know what? I agree. And and here's the thing, and I wanted to say this because it was good. This leads into the next topic, but at the same time, if you want to stay on Facebook, if you're going to take the time to post things, don't be so inconsiderate when you're posting your opinions that people hide you. 
what's the point? Now you're talking to yourself. So that was the next thing is what not to what to do is be considerate when posting if you want to keep your friends. Right. You're saying that it's got to be interesting. Um, no, it doesn't have to be interesting. I think it just when you're posting your opinion, just like when you're in public, you want to make sure that you do it in such a way that allows for um, an interaction with people that they feel comfortable, where they're not intimidated or where you're not so overbearing that they're like, I am not touching this with a ten foot pole. Right. I like I like the Facebook conversation starters. Well, yeah, and you're actually really good at those. So. They're, my, they're my fave. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go over the the next couple what to do's, and then I want to hit the what not to do's before we have to end the show. Um, what to do, please, people. Okay, this is a personal pet peeve. I'm putting it out there. Be aware of the marital status when engaging in conversations. Of your own or the person you're with? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was my chef. Put his mic down. <laughs> so, do you mean of your own, like, know whether or not you are married, your relationship no. status, or you mean the person? No, you're... I'm talking to like if you're gonna in if you're gonna engage with somebody on Facebook and maybe you've just become a Facebook friend of theirs, you know, check out their bio and know who you're talking about. Don't start trying to pick them up if they have sure. a Facebook. Page. Tracy, disregard the message. <laughs> if you're listening. Thank you for friending me. Here, wait. I, I think it could be. It doesn't even have to be limited to Tracy. All hot women. There you <laughs> Please go. Feel free, free to stalk Scott. <laughs> there you go. Um, so Facebook stalk only. These are, you know, it's 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 hard when you're. You, we've gotten to this whole new media, this whole new way of interacting. That there aren't any rules. There's not a a rule book out there yet. There's not a way to go. Oh, we can do this. We can't do that. So a lot of it is just trying to in, initiate common sense. But unfortunately, our society doesn't promote common sense. It promotes this, well, we can, you know, we have the right to bear arms. We have the right to speak. We have the right to do whatever. It's all about our rights instead of about thinking about when you're in a room with other people. Yes, it's about your rights, but you also have the right to serve the people in the room with you. Absolutely. I think there is a rule book. Oh, there is, yeah. Absolutely. Everything we needed we learned in, in kindergarten, kindergarten, right? Yes, I, I agree. Know, if, you can't, if you can't say something nice, nice don't, don't say it at all, no. right? Yep. On Facebook, by the way, that's anonymity. Ooh, I'm going to have to remember that. FTFU? What does that mean? Shut the... Flack up. Beep. Hey, I said flack. Flack. Well, frack. Shut frack. the frack. 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 Shut the frack. Shut the frack up. Okay. And then finally, think before you post. Um, what impact do your words have or are you, again, just verbally vomiting? So we're going to move into the um, what not to do. <clears throat> do not. Can I stress this enough? Do not post your advertisements, videos, or personal agendas without first getting permission on somebody else's page. What about this is in any way confusing? Please touch I've been me. reading a lot this week about Facebook pirates. It's not even pirates. These are no, people friending my friends. Oh, I hate that. In order to solicit. But I've actually had people that I friended because we had interactions out in public. And, you know, and I understand sometimes people don't quite get it. But still, if you if you want to put something on somebody's wall, it's like you would not walk into their door, open the front door, walk in, sit down at their table and say, hey, what's for dinner? I mean, you'd be shot. <laughs> Number one. Number two, it's just plain rude. Well, just look at it this way. Here, the result of doing that, solicit, soliciting on someone's page or promoting your own agenda on someone's page is the equivalent of them hiding you. 
So they will never see yeah. anything you post again. Well, and you could lose your Facebook, your ability to be on Facebook, True. too, if you piss off enough people. Okay, so next, do not tag people in pictures they are not in unless you have permission. And there is an exception to this. I know a really good, <laughs> again, Scott throws his mic down. Um, again, there is an exception. I have um, some very good friends, some Seattle socialites, where they do this really beautiful picture. It usually has this gorgeous saying, and it's um, usually an introduction to, hey, let's meet and go out and have have dinner, and it creates a really nice backlog for us to have a conversation, all of us who are going to be showing up for this happy hour or dinner or whatever is going on. It is the thing that I'm speaking about is when you post a picture to advertise your business or to to get somebody's attention, and a lot of times they do this with these just yucky pictures of people, and just don't do it. Uh, yeah, and Scott is so not even picking up his mic. It's crazy. well. Here's what I do. I, I, I'm I, I admit I'm guilty. I confess, but I will tag people in photographs they're not in. But are you doing? How are you doing it? Is it for fun? Is it of course it's for fun? Okay. If it's again, if you if you think that there's a question, maybe reach out there and touch it. You, there's a message button. You you can ask a question. If they're online, you can pop up the little message and say, Hey, you know, what do you think of this? I don't see anything wrong with asking. First, because then you know you're not going to be on anybody's backside. I think it's touch and go. I had a dinner party at my house, and it got way fun. And it, and then, you know, fun, appropriate pictures and took pictures, tagged everyone. And then I got this, you know, inbox message, please do not tag me in those pictures. I okay, look horrible. Now, now that's so, different because yeah. if they're actually in the picture, right. then there's kind of an interpretation, and, and I'm okay with that. I got something to say. Please, <laughs> please. If yeah. you're going to ask someone to untag you on a picture, remove a picture on Facebook, you shouldn't have been there. Well, uh, you know, again, being an event photographer, I no. get it all the time. You shouldn't have been there. If you don't want a picture of yourself at Lucky Strike at topless <laughs> bowling night. Bowling, Which I'm going to be with my camera. Bowling topless. Hello. Probably not the best of choices. Hey, we yeah. can't post that picture on our Facebook. Don't go. Yeah, good there's, there is, and, and that is, that is a good point. If you're going to be in public, recognize that public is public, and um, your rights have been put on reserve. So. <laughs> Although we'll try to be more respectful. We do, we too. Okay, um, wrapping it up here, do not invite people to be a part of a group if they do not fit in, i.e. married people to a singles group. Seriously? Have Absolutely. you ever done that? I have no. I've had people now. Now, where my blooper came in on the thirty to sixty year old, thirty to sixty something page that I did, um, I actually invited a few people who were not in the demographic, but who I felt really had something to offer. So they were in the service side of it, or they were very um, uh, much a part of what was going on. So you know, and, and again, they were like, "I'm not thirty," and I'm like, "That's not what I meant." I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. I'm just like dying. It was it was funny, but you know, try. I, I guess the big thing is is um, try to remember when you post things. Once something's posted, it can be retrieved. Period. End of story. It doesn't matter if you've de- deleted it. Somebody out there has the potential of seeing it. You run the risk of somebody um, getting a certain perception off of you. Um, we talk about this with our college students be about being very aware of what you put on, especially if you have scholarships or you're going out for a team. Okay, I, I have to interject. Case in point, the UCLA student that oh, we yeah. sent Hello. Asian rant. Yes, Hello. And, and it's still retrievable, even though she took it down hours after, but it was too late. It had gone viral and other people had made copies already. Yeah, it's it's sad, but, you know, unfortunately, I think you have to take a moment, take a breath. I type it up on Word and then really look at it, and then I go ahead and decide whether or not I'm going to post it. So, 
With that said, we are going to wrap up the show. I want to make sure to thank our sponsors, Pop Chips, Sweet Talk Wipes, Saki in Seattle, of course, Chick Chat Seattle, Gold Girl Energy Drinks, and our wine sponsor, um, Apex Wine. And, Scott, I just want to thank you for showing up. Had a great time. You are absolutely delightful. I am really looking forward. Is it what? What do we have to like have wine all the time in order to coax you to come back? I don't know that there's any, anything been implied on the show. We'll Visit talk. the socially savvy Facebook page and let us know if you thought Scott. Yeah, what you think addition. of Scott? I think he would be. I thought a he was awesome. Fabulous addition to the team. Thank Charming. You Had a great time. <laughs> Next week, you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys, and um, have a great week. Make it great. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.